0: Hey, y'all. Well, coming to you tonight from a different location. I'm actually in a hotel room in Shreveport, Louisiana. I gave a poetry reading to an organization in this city earlier tonight. And so I'm back in the room and I thought, let me make uh, an episode for my channel. Well, one thing that is very much on the minds of all the folks in this part of the country, what's sometimes called the Arklatex, Arkansas, Louisiana, Texas, is the weather, because let me tell you, it has been so hot, so very hot, just relentlessly hot, day after day after day. We're talking in Fahrenheit, like 109 degrees, 106 degrees, 103 degrees, 107 degrees, just on and on and on with no relief. And so for those of you who use Celsius, we're talking like over 40 degrees Celsius every day. And It's just, as I say, relentless, and people are desperate for some fall weather. So I thought, well, since we don't have actual fall weather, let's create some spiritual weather, some interior weather that will feel autumnal. And one way to do that is to enjoy some poetry that captures that enchantment of the fall season that most of us look forward to and love. So that's what I want to do is share some autumnal poems with you. The first one is by T.E. Hume, and it's simply called Autumn. A touch of cold in the autumn night, I walked abroad and saw the ruddy moon lean over a hedge like a red-faced farmer. I did not stop to speak, but nodded, and round about, were the wistful stars with white faces like town children. This next one I find to be so lovely and poignant. It's a poem by Maggie Smith called First Fall. I hope you enjoy it as much as I do. I'm your guide here. In the evening-dark morning streets, I point and name. Look, the sycamores, their mottled, paint-by-number bark. Look, the leaves, rusting and crisping at the edges. I walk through Schiller Park with you on my chest. Stars smolder well into daylight. Look, the pond. The ducks, the dogs paddling after their prized sticks. Fall is when the only things you know, because I've named them, begin to end. Soon, I'll have another season to offer you. Frost, soft on the window, and a porthole side there. Ice sleeving the bare gray branches. The first time you see something die, you won't know it might come back. I'm desperate for you to love the world because I brought you here. This is magnificent. This next one is called Beyond the Red River. By Thomas McGrath, an underappreciated poet, I think. The birds have flown their summer skies to the south, And the flower money is drying in the banks of bent grass Which the bumblebee has abandoned. We wait for a winter lion, Body of ice crystals and sombrero of dead leaves. A month ago, from the salt engines of the sea, a machinery of early storms rolled toward the holiday houses where summer still dozed in the poolside chairs, sipping an aging whiskey of distances and departures. Now, the long freight of autumn goes smoking out of the land. My possibles are all packed up. But still, I do not leave. I am happy enough here where Dakota drifts wild in the universe. Where the prairie is starting to shake in the surf of the winter dark. I think McGrath has such a wonderful sense of language. He's so inventive down at the phrase level, always delighting me with these turns of phrase. This next one is by Gillian Clark. It's called Plums. When their time comes, they fall without wind, without rain. They seep through the tree's muslin in a slow fermentation. Daily, the low sun warms them in a late love that is sweeter than summer. In bed at night, we hear heartbeat of fruit fall. The secretive slugs crawl home to the burst honeys, are found in the morning mouth on mouth, inseparable. We spread patchwork counterpanes for a clean catch. Baskets fill, never before such harvest. Such a hunter's moon burning the hawthorns, drunk on syrups that are richer by night when spiders pitch tents in the wet grass. This morning, the red sun is opening like a rose on our white wall. Prints there the fishbone shadow of a fern. The early blackbirds fly guilty from a dawn hall of fallen fruit. We, too, breakfast on sweetnesses Soon plum trees will be bone, grown delicate with frost's formalities. Their black angles will tear the snow. See, I'm starting to feel less hot and weary of summer already just by reading these poems. This next one is called Beginning. It's by James Wright, a favorite poet of mine. The moon drops one or two feathers into the field. The dark wheat listens. Be still. Now. There they are, the moon's young, trying their wings. Between trees, a slender woman lifts up the lovely shadow of her face. And now she steps into the air. Now she is gone wholly into the air. I stand alone by an elder tree. I do not dare breathe or move. I listen. The wheat leans back toward its own darkness and I lean toward mine. This next one is so delightful. You know, sometimes there are is a poem you encounter that has such charm to it that you know you'll never forget it. That's how I felt the first time I read this. I also felt that way about William Carlos Williams's This Is Just to Say, which is another poem about plums, actually. And I think most people know, most of you who are students of poetry will know that William Carlos Williams poem. This one by Carl Sandberg is called Theme in Yellow. I spot the hills with yellow balls in autumn. I light the prairie cornfields orange and tawny gold clusters, and I am called pumpkins. On the last of October, when dusk has fallen, children join hands and circle round me, singing ghost songs and love to the harvest moon. I am a jack-o'-lantern, with terrible teeth, and the children know I am fooling. This is wonderful. That's one I wanna read every year this time, of year, of the, during this season, to mark the, the autumn. This is my last one, and this is a beautiful poem by David Baker. It's called Neighbors in October. I wanted to end with this one because I'm hoping that through the experience of enjoying these poems together, we become neighbors in a certain autumnal feeling. Neighbors in October by David Baker. All afternoon, his tractor pulls a flat wagon with bales to the barn, then back to the waiting chopped field. It trails a feather of smoke. Down the block we bend with the season. Shoes to polish for a big game. Storm windows to batten or patch. And how like a field is the whole sky now that the maples have shed their leaves too. It makes us believers, stationed in groups, leaning on rakes, looking into space. We rub blisters over billows of leaf smoke or stand alone, bagging gold for the cold days to come.